0: Hi friends, and welcome to Break Free Stories. I'm Shannon Gleason, and congratulations for tuning in today. I created Break Free Stories because over the last few years, I've heard and witnessed stories of breakthrough, grit, and overcoming over and over again from people I admire. I realized I wanted to collect all of these stories and keep them in one space to inspire more freedom for others in my life, my coaching circles, the audience here, which is you. My own story is full of breakthroughs. I'm a single mother of four great kids, two boys and two girls. One amazing son of mine experiences disability. I'm a survivor, a trauma survivor. I'm also a contender, breaking off a lifelong battle with anxiety and an addiction to food. I'm a business leader. I launched my own business eight years ago and it's forever changed my life. All these breakthroughs have introduced me to others with parallel stories, including the Break Free Tribe. Where our community lives out daily courage, we envision our best lives and where we share stories of freedom and health. Today's episode is a little different. On this podcast, sometimes we will have guests and sometimes I will highlight a topic or story from my own life that has helped me break through. Being a special needs mom has shaped my life tremendously. 14 years ago, I was expecting my second child. I was also expecting all the dreams that we have as moms when we're expecting, right? His brother, his older brother, had been born just a year and a half prior. He was a very precocious baby entering toddlerhood, and I was expecting another nine-pound, four-ounce baby. However, when Alex was born, he was only six pounds even. It was that moment when he was weighed, I knew something was wrong. That was followed by multiple trips to Children's Hospital, hospitalized twice, Alex just couldn't eat, and when he did eat, he threw it up, and he had severe reflux. He was also diagnosed with failure to thrive, which I took as a personal attack on my motherhood. He was dropping weight alarmingly. I will spare you the details of what that looked like in a newborn baby. He was finally hospitalized. When he was hospitalized and going through all of this, I turned to the internet to find guidance. I was searching for where he, where we might belong. His story is going to be different. What's it going to look like? I was scared. I came up more and more discouraged every time I logged in. I was desperate. I was in denial and I was so scared. I wanted to be rescued, but I couldn't even put it into words. I didn't even know what I needed to be rescued from. Now here we are 14 years later. I realized after countless appointments and the desire to know what was wrong with Alex so I could fix it, I finally threw in the towel. Don't worry. I didn't throw in the towel to motherhood. I threw in the towel of trying to control it. I finally surrendered. I realized he's now finally eating. We've got some medication that helped him to thrive. So no more of the failure to thrive. We had a counter full of medications and we had to adapt a lot of things for his comfort For example, he had to sleep in a swing sitting up at night by my bed. But he was gaining weight with doctor's help. We didn't have a real diagnosis back then, and I didn't have really a a niche or a group of moms that I could call on. But I was sacrificing. I was sacrificing while I was living in that fear and trying to control. Before I surrendered, I realized I was sacrificing living our life. I was sacrificing time with my family. I was sacrificing living our best life. I was trying to fix something that maybe didn't need to be fixed at all. Maybe it was time for me just to love this child that God has given me. So we brought him home, accepted the beautiful boy that God made him to be, calendared some weekly therapies for early intervention, and stopped living in control and fear. Now, 14 years later, I've I've thought back on the three things that I needed to hear and still need to be reminded of today. And I'm gonna share them with you now. Three things I needed to hear as a special needs mom or mom of a child who experiences disability. Number one, this child is no mistake. Did you know that God has a purpose and a plan for your child? Your child is set apart on purpose. This is part of your child's story and your story, like it or not, seatbelt on, here you go for the best, most exhilarating time of your life. When I realized that Alex was no mistake and that he was made on purpose, I adjusted my expectations. Yeah, I did not get that really healthy, robust baby. So what I did is I asked God, how to adapt these expectations and embrace the child that was right in front of me. I wanted to see my son. I wanted to see Alex the way God sees him. I remember being in the hospital and he was so fragile and I cried out to God and I said, I am not connecting with this baby. He's not returning my smile. He's not even returning my gaze. And the Lord said to me, it will come. And I, and I, and it did. It has. God gave me the eternal perspective, which means how does God see this situation right now? How does God see Alex in this world? Surely God has a plan and he uses all the things for good. That includes this son of mine. It's part of his plan for good on this earth. Also, another truth that came to mind as I was reaching out for God's hand in a really scary time was that what God has started, he will see it through and finish it. This baby was a blessing. This baby is a blessing. This baby is 14 years old and towering over me now. And yeah, he returns my gaze. He returns my smile. And when I tell him, Alex, I love you, he always responds with, I love you too. So that was number one. Number two, things I needed to hear as a special needs mom. And I need to be reminded, mom, you are equipped to be this child's mother. You may not feel qualified, but everything that you need to pour into this child will come. You will be provided for and you are chosen by God to be this child's mom. You've been selected. When I realized this truth, I felt so empowered. I felt like I'd been picked out of a lineup of moms. And then I started to realize it takes a special mom to be invited into this part of a partnership with God. I consider it a privilege to be the mother of a special needs child because God, You guys, there's no playbook for this. Every child, actually every child, not even children just with disabilities, every child is uniquely made. So most kids that don't have a disability that's so profound, you can kind of follow a playbook. Milestones, benchmarks, kindergarten, first grade, right? With special needs moms, you really have to throw the playbook out. And you know what that does? It increases your dependency on God to be the coach. You don't need the playbook. He's giving you the plays as you need them. Another thing that I realized when I realized I was being equipped and that I am equipped and I'm chosen is I'm aware of how God intends to make us an example of his goodness as the mom. So here I am in this role as a mom. And I'm part of a world that isn't always accepting of children like my son. So I got to decide, how do I want to show up? Do I want to show up burdened by this child? Or do I want to show up overjoyed by this child, sharing this child with the world around me? I realized then that I'm an agent to make an impact in this world. When the kids were little, Alex had a younger sister, and then another sister. So I had the two boys and then the two girls. We would often go to Disneyland on the weekends because we were raising the kids in Southern California. My grandmother was generous enough to give us passes for Christmas each year. When we were at Disneyland, I was very, very keenly aware of the people that were staring at us because honestly, you guys, we sort of looked like a circus show. I was morbidly obese at the time. I was wearing these incredibly unattractive orthotic shoes, (laughs) for, for one. I was pushing a double stroller. I had my precocious toddler, William, on a leash. Because honestly, if we didn't have him on that leash and we were so distracted by the other three, we would have lost him in a heartbeat. And I had the baby Bjorn on my chest with Lucy. We got a lot of stares. But you know what I realized? Because I was leaning into the truth that I am called to be the mother of this child, Alex, and his siblings. I realized that I get to create a better story, not only for ourselves, but for all of the people that set their gaze upon us. I get to change their hearts. So instead of hollering at William, if he gets a little far away from the group, I say, well, where's mom? Mom? Or if we're in line and Alex, my son with disability, who has a hard time with personal space, he keeps bumping up to the woman in front of us in line, kind of grazing up against her, shall we call it, derriere. The woman looks around, sees our kind of messy family, and I look at her and I smile and I say, he must be a butt guy. And everyone laughs. So what others might see as overwhelming. Oh my goodness. I can see people counting the children (laughs) and then looking me up and down. Unhealthy mom. Instead, I look at their face. I smile as if to say, aren't I blessed? Isn't this great? Point number three. Third thing that I needed here as a special needs mom and need to be reminded of, let community in. One of the biggest blessings that I have considered when I look back at the 14 years of being Alex's mom, kind of going along with number two, how he will provide for our needs is the incredible, beautiful people that God has brought in our path. Sometimes, like I said, I wanted to be rescued and I didn't know how the right people showed up, starting with my mom saying, I don't want to overstep, but I think you need a a second opinion. Or it's the bus driver who shows up on the first day and I'm so scared to send my little Alex off on the bus to a big school without his mom. Or maybe it's the Sunday school who isn't quite sure what to do with Alex and his unique needs, but of course they want to be the home of the church, but not quite sure where he goes. We have had incredible community. We have people coming into our home all the time to support me and support Alex and our family. And we love them like family. In fact, just this last week, one of Alex's aides from the time we lived in Henderson, Nevada, was in town. She actually wasn't even nearby in town. She was a couple hours away. She wanted to go out of her way to come by to see Alex. I'm not kidding. I feel like I need to create this boy a fan page. Maybe it's time for Alex to have his own Facebook page. But gosh, the community is God's hands and feet. They come into our home. They support me. They further equip me. And I don't feel alone in the journey because sometimes being a mom of a special needs child can be very lonely. I've, I can tell you in a heartbeat, a number of people I could call that would be able to support me if I ever felt alone. We've moved a lot through the years. That's another thing that we've had to take on. (laughs) But gosh, I look back and every time we've moved, I've had to recreate a support network for us. God has always shown up. But I have to tell you, I've done my part. I'm advocating for Alex in a loving way, giving people time and space to kind of come alongside us, giving others the benefit of the doubt because it takes a minute for people to realize how, how they can support us. We've moved a lot. We've had to start over. But now I'm at the point where I say, Lord, who do you have for us next? Where are you taking us next? And now it's almost a point where I'm like, where do you want us to put our impact in this world? Going back to this child is created for his purpose. And that includes me and his brother and his sisters. So we have moved and we have rocked it because God has just gone before us. Have you ever felt like Your child was a mistake. Have you ever felt like you've done something wrong and that's why you have the child you have? Or do you feel like your child is a punishment? I just want to invite you to surrender all of these lies to God and really consider, could this child actually be the biggest blessing in your life? When I made that shift, it made all the difference. My next question is, do you know a special needs mom? How about you pass along this encouragement to her today? Let her know that you've got a friend named Shannon that you want her to meet. Let her know that her child is set apart for good on purpose. Let her know that she is equipped to be a great mother. She's been called. It's a privilege. Let her know that she can lean into community, and gosh, You're an example of that if you're willing to share this with her. These three areas of thinking, of shifting, created radical breakthrough in my own story as a mother, as the leader in creating the best life for my family, and honestly, the families around us. We recognize that we are here to create an impact for the kingdom. Thank you so much for joining Break Free Stories. Are you inspired by today's story? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Do you know someone who has a breakthrough story that I would love to hear? Click the link in the show notes or book a time for us to talk about your breakthrough story on my calendar. The link can be found on my bio on Instagram and Facebook. Also, I would love it if you would leave a review. Those are super fun to go back and read. And I love the feedback. Remember, break free is possible. It's your turn. You can join my team today. We are the Break Free Tribe. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com. Break Free Stories is created by Shannon Gleason, produced by Katie Casada, and edited by Ray Cruna. Production assistance by Erin Baldy. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com.